right, so check this out. Yes on Prop 22 is about protecting rideshare and food delivery services at risk of going away in California. Yes on 22 saves access to these services by letting drivers keep their flexible work as independent contractors. And 22 provides driver benefits like health care. It's a win-win. Yes on 22. Ad paid for by Yes on 22. Save app-based jobs and services. A coalition of on-demand drivers and platforms, small businesses, public safety and community organizations. Committee major funding from Uber Technologies, Lyft and DoorDash. Tell the truth. Information is power. The Information Man podcast can be heard on nine major platforms. On the second YouTube channel as well, Information Man Speaks Podcast. Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, CastBox, SoundCloud, and finally, Spreaker. You are listening to Information Man Podcast. Okay. All right, everybody. It's the Information Man Speaks Podcast. Welcome, everybody. Information is power. All right, everybody, this is Information Man Speaks Podcast. Welcome. I'm up late night doing a late night live podcast on Spreaker. Uh, Anybody out there that's listening to me live, thank you uh, for supporting the show. It's an unpromptu uh, program. Uh, I'm speaking. I'm going to be speaking my mind tonight as it relates to the upcoming election on November the 3rd, which is uh, this upcoming uh, Tuesday. And um, we need to figure out um, where we're going in this election. Um, The title, as you can see, is voter suppression. We have a lot of voter suppression that is going on in this election. Uh, The Republican Party, and I have to put this on the on the doorstep of the Republican Party, because they are the party currently in modern time that has had a history of of trying to suppress the vote because the Republicans recognize that when voter turnout is high, they lose when voter turnout is low, they win. And so they've been doing this and doing this year in and year out or every four years to eight years when we have a election. 
And in the 21st century, nothing has changed when it comes to voter suppression. Let me read something to you here, if I may. Voter suppression is the strategy used to influence the outcome of an election by discouraging or preventing specific groups of people from voting. In this case, they have targeted black people. It is not a coincidence that in certain jurisdictions in this country, certain cities and counties, that it is black people and other people out there of ethnic background, but in particularly black people, because I am a black man and I can relate to this, is that they are always seeking to discredit and destroy and suppress all rolled up into one uh, the votes of black people in this country. They've been doing it for a long time. Um, yes, they do target uh, Latino populations and other ethnic groups, but black people in particular are the main targets of the Republican Party's voter suppression because the Republican Party recognizes that black people for a long time in this country have been a big part of putting the Democrats over the top when there's a large turnout. Right now, it was reported just this week that if Joe Biden was to get a uptick in black men in the state of Florida voting for him, that would put him over the top to possibly win the state of Florida in this race against Trump. Right now, we've been hearing the rumors. Well, not rumors. We know that there are black men on the fence out there, black men that are saying, hey, I'm not voting for the Democratic Party. I'm going to vote for the Republican Party. I like Trump. I like his policies because, hey, black unemployment has been low under uh, under Trump. So we believe. And so if you are a black man who's educated, has a business, you're an entrepreneur, you like the policies of Donald Trump. You may go you might slide on that side. Then you have black women who for a long time have been stock, lock and barrel with following the Democratic Party and Hi, I'm Dorothy Hamill. As I look toward 65, I'm starting to think about Medicare. Aetna Medicare Advantage plans start at $0 monthly premiums and offer dental, vision, and hearing in most plans, plus telehealth options so I can see a doctor right from home. I love how Aetna makes healthier easier. This is a paid endorsement for Aetna. Aetna Medicare is an HMO PPO plan with a Medicare contract. RSMPs also have contracts with state Medicaid programs. Enrollment in our plans depends on contract renewal. Plan features and availability may vary by service area. Sometimes what I, I I'm under the impression that the Democratic Party not only has taken black voters over the years and decades for granted because black people have voted for Democrats uh, just completely. I think they assume that if they get to the women, they get to the men, that if we convince black women to vote Democratic, they will automatically have the influence automatically on their men and their men will follow. Well, this year it's been a different, this election season, it's been a different situation where you don't have black men following the lead of black women. You have black men um, wanting to make a different decision. And certainly there are black men who are going to vote Democratic. Let me just put some perspective on this. When Hillary Clinton ran for president back in 2016 against Trump, um, Trump only got about 8% of the black vote overall, while Hillary Clinton got about 88% of the black vote. And out of that 88% of the overall black vote, Hillary Clinton got about 81% of the black male vote. So this notion that black men won't vote for a woman candidate or that black men somehow, um, 
have not been loyal to the Democratic Party. It's just not true. Black men, for the most part, have voted for the Democratic Party. It's just that, um, you know, black men are looking at things and saying, hey, you know, why are we doing the same thing that we've been doing over and over again? It doesn't seem to be working for some black men. That may be their perspective. Okay. Um, but we have to look at the fact that the black community is not a monolithic community where everyone thinks the same. Everyone thinks alike because we all have had different experiences, some similar, but some different. So what we have right now is a situation in which, We have the Republican Party doing everything they can to manipulate this election. Uh, In California, where I currently live, the Republican Party was putting uh, fake drop boxes. They well, they were putting election drop boxes that were not considered official election drop boxes. That's another way to suppress the vote because they could probably take those drop boxes and take them away. And everyone knows that California is considered primarily a Democratic state. Although you do have Republicans in the state of California, but they don't have the strong hall of power and influence as they may have had once before in the past. So then you have a situation I'm hearing where they're saying in some post office that if you dropped your uh, absentee ballot in the post office, you've got some of these post offices around the country where you got ballots just sitting in boxes, not even being processed and sent out. And you got that. You got the Republican Party under Dem, under Donald Trump to thank for that because he put DeVoe in charge of the uh, the damn uh, U.S. Postal Services as a postmaster. And this is a man who has no, from what I understand, he has no experience as a postmaster. And he put him in there specifically to slow down the mail system to as another form of suppressing the vote. I don't understand. Why? Well, I do understand, but why the, the 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 Republican Party confess that they are the party that Americans believe in? If they are the party that Americans believe in, why do they always have to try to suppress the vote? Okay, voter suppression. It is distinguished from political campaigns in that campaigns attempt to change likely voting behavior by changing the the opinions of potential voters through um, suppressing, through pushing propaganda to organizations to and otherwise enacting votes or registration, registering new support. Voter suppression, instead of attempting to reduce the number of votes, voters. All right, so check this out. Yes on Prop 22 is about protecting rideshare and food delivery services at risk of going away in California. Yes on 22 saves access to these services by letting drivers keep their flexible work as independent contractors. And 22 provides driver benefits like health care. It's a win-win. Yes on 22. Ad paid for by Yes on 22. Save app-based jobs and services. A coalition of on-demand drivers and platforms, small businesses, public safety and community organizations. Committee major funding from Uber Technologies, Lyft and DoorDash who might vote against a candidate or population. So they want to reduce the amounts of votes. Once again, this is the thing. Donald Trump is saying that he's going to win in a landslide, that he's doing well all around the country. If you're doing well, why would you need to suppress the vote? Now, historically, they have done this to black people. Uh, It took the 1965, if I'm not, um, if I'm not mistaken, it took the 1965 uh, voters right act that 
pretty much gave black people the right to be able to vote in this country. And president at the time was LB who said, we have lost the South forever. And that is why uh, the Ditsy Crats, which is the true, uh, the Democratic Party do have a, the Democratic Party has a history uh, in which they were the party of the Dixiecrats who were the ones who created the Ku Klux Klan. They were the party that did not want to see black people have freedom, justice, and equality. And so when they passed that 65 Voter Act, amongst many other things that transpired during the Civil Rights Movement, LB said we have lost the South forever, and the Dixiecrats jumped over from the Democratic Party as we know it today, over to the Republican Party, which is why the Republican Party sort of warped into what it is um, prior to Trump, because I believe that the Democratic, the Republican Party uh, is not what it was under Reagan and many others before it. I think the what we have is the Trump Party, the Trump coat that has taken over the Republican Party and Jared Kushner, his son-in-law, who is unqualified to be working in government, admitted it on this recent week they caught him on tape admitting that donald trump took over the wheel and manipulated the republican party and its philosophy that they were able to take it over he admits it on audio clip so go on youtube go on whatever platforms and you can find him speaking upon that this has been news this 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 past week okay um Recently, we know that Ice Cube came out with his contract with Black America. I've got about two videos on my YouTube channel, my first channel, The Information Man Show. Check out that channel. Check it out. Subscribe to it. You definitely uh, will be uh, very pleased with some of the material that I have on The Information Man Show, my YouTube channel, and then I have the uh YouTube version to my podcast which goes by the same name as information man speaks podcast I have different material on the YouTube version because it's video podcast in comparison to the traditional podcasting platforms that I'm on like Spreaker right now so go over and subscribe to all my platforms you are listening to information man please make sure to subscribe to his channel uh, please do that. I definitely would appreciate that. Now, I did two videos on Ice Cube, who a lot of people gave Ice Cube a lot of slack because they believed that Ice Cube was supporting Trump. Ice Cube simply said, I'm, I'm basically putting out a plan to hold both parties accountable, whether it be Democrat or Republicans that get in office, to give black people an agenda. Because that's something that black people in America have been longing for. We want a agenda that is tailored to our needs, our specific needs. Not none of this people of color, not none of this trickle down type politics. We don't want that. We want tangibles. We want something for us because politics is a transactional relationship, as I have said before on my last uh, podcast. So what we have now is a systematic um, effort to suppress the black vote in this country to suppress the vote in such a way that it gives Donald Trump an advantage to win. Because right now, if you listen to polls, most of the polls are saying that Joe Biden is in the lead. He's leading Trump by 5%, 2% here, you know, 10% there. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, don't listen to polls 
because uh, polls can be misleading. And um, I know myself, I have never been polled by anybody a day of my life. I've been on the earth for 50 years and I've never had anyone walk up to me and say, hey, I'd like to poll you for CNN for this. I'd like to poll you for that. So don't be fooled by the polls. You still got to go out. If you believe in a political system, you got to go out and cast your vote. Now, personally, and I've said this before, um, some would say that if they're trying to suppress our vote, if they're trying to keep us from having the ability to vote, that some would say that that's a sign that that shows you how important, how powerful voting is, because if it wasn't important, they would not be trying to keep us from voting. I think that's a very good point. But the question I would ask on top of that is that, once again, Need an extra hand with dinner? Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot, and Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology will fill it with the perfect amount of water. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to discover more. What do we get for our vote? How will we be benefited by our vote as black people? While at the same time we're trying to vote, we got people trying to stop us from voting or not trying to discount our ballots. And that is a serious problem in American society. It is happening as we now speak. Uh, Recently, let me let me uh, read something recently. um, This is how bad it's getting in Texas. Um, Let me read this right here. Voting rights are under attack nationwide as the state passes voter suppression laws. These laws lead to significant, okay, boundaries for eight eligible voters trying to exercise their most fundamental constitutional right. Since 2008, states across the country have passed measures to make it harder for Americans to participate in this case black americans to participate in the electric in the uh electoral system okay voting system black people the elderly students and people with disabilities to be able to exercise their fundamental right to cast their ballot these measures include cut to cut to early voting voter id laws and purging of voter rolls so this is what's been happening uh the Purging of voter rolls, misleading people as to where their voting poll is. Make sure if you go to the polls on Tuesday, November the 3rd, you make sure if you believe in the elect, the uh, political system here, you need to make sure that you know exactly where your polling area is. Double check that because that's another trick that they play in some of these states that have passed laws where they've been able to get away with suppressing votes, where they put in there, oh, you gotta, you got, you gotta have a voter ID. Then what they also do is they put the vote, they'll take the voting and make it inconvenient for you by taking uh, voting polls out of your out of poor communities and putting them far, far away where you need transportation or a car to get there. So if you've got elderly, black elderly people, our elders, should I say? Who don't have cars, right? They may not have money for an Uber. Now you're asking them to go way across town out of their own community to vote. That's another trick that they're playing, okay? With voter suppression. You've got uh, just this week in Texas, uh, you had a van, a Biden campaign van that got surrounded by Trump supporters 
and they were trying to slow it down. There's even been death threats, I think, on Biden's uh, life. So a lot of this is coming out of, and I think some people may not like what I'm saying here, if you are a big Trump supporter, a lot of this is coming out of the uh, Trump um, menus, the Trump campaign where his people, the rowdy Trump supporters are uh, doing all type of scare tactics. Another way that you do voter suppression is that you start having militia groups, people saying they're going to go to the polls with their guns, saying that they're only doing that to make sure that nothing goes wrong at the voting polls. These are all forms of intimidation. When you have people that are parts of militia and they're actually people who support Donald Trump, they're not there to make sure that everything goes fair for you to vote. Matter of fact, they've got no right to do that. By bringing their guns there, the goal is is to intimidate you and make you feel that I don't think I want to go vote because those people over there got guns walking around. So they're doing everything, throwing everything but the kitchen sink at trying to get this man, Donald Trump, Mr. Make America Great Again. We will make America great again. In the White House, I'm not going to say his name. Tell the truth. They're doing everything to keep this man in office. By hook or crook, they're willing to suppress the vote. Now, here is another breaking news story that I want to go over with you. And here we go. North Carolina police attack on election marchers had a long history behind it. So this is a long history. When black people were marching for the right to vote with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and many of those who were involved in the civil rights movement, black people would be attacked. Black people would be harmed by white people who did not want to see black people have the right to vote to be treated as a citizen. You know, in America, we have a history as black people in America of being treated as three fifth human beings. Matter of fact, that was on the books that we are three fifth human beings that we are not even. This is John Kupal of the Howard Jarvis taxpayers association. I want to warn you about a ballot measure that would raise the prices of everything you buy. Proposition 15 is a huge property tax increase on businesses like supermarkets, restaurants, big box stores, shopping malls, factories, and farms. California consumers can't afford to pay more. Watch the mail for your ballot and vote no on Proposition 15. Ad paid for by Protect Prop 13, no on 15, a project of the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. Humans. And so it's no matter what year you're in, no matter how many, how, how many years change, things still remain the same. And North Carolina police attacked on election marchers. So basically what happened this week is that there was a race. There was a racist sheriff and a system of voter suppression that met in a cloud of pepper spray in North Carolina. This is a damn shame on Saturday. Now, this was uh, just Saturday. OK, we're Sunday. We're in Sunday, November the 1st. It was just Halloween. I'm up late night doing this live uh, uh, podcast. And on Saturday, um, 
in North Carolina, the deputies and city police pepper sprayed a crowd of about 200 people who were peacefully marching to the polls. Okay. I think this was in uh, Grammon, North Carolina. Gaiman, North Carolina, if I'm saying that correct, excuse me, without warning on slim reasoning, the, the police officers claimed that the protesters did not have the adequate permits to close off the road while the sheriff's office said that the march was shut down out of concern for the safety of all. If it is at all difficult to understand how police departments could act so heinously, particularly when it with children and elderly community members are present within the crowd, then it is important for one to grasp the context that the law enforcement operates within. This is a second time since 2016 in North Carolina where the nation where North Carolina makes national news for its treatment of voters with the attempt to suppress the vote in 2017, 12 residents, most of whom were black on parole or probation for felony charges were charged for illegal voting in 2016 election. If someone is convicted of felon of a felony in North Carolina, they lose their right to vote. For the, enti- for the entirety of their incarceration until and they are paroled out of the system and on probation is concluded another key method of voter suppression in the state. So if you parole out of the prison system in North Carolina, for example, you need to complete your probation. Okay. You need to conclude that probational process and then get your right to vote. These particular uh, brothers that were mistreated by the, by them in 2016, they already had met though. I think it was 2017, excuse me, 2017. They already had met those requirements. So 12 of these residents who were black men who were paroled that paroled or probation felony charges they had those charges but they were off their parole so they still had the right to vote but instead they were still mistreated and did not get a chance to vote that year these are some of the tricks that they play in some of these places i'm going to i'm going to read here there is no doubt that north carolina's history of felony disenfranchisement okay and acting by legislation as a way to keep african-americans from voting and participating in the democracy of this country is a serious problem. It is as serious as serious can be. Information is power. Information Man podcast. All right, everybody, I'm back. Another thing I want to look at here, and I hope everybody once again is doing well. It is we're now 
uh, moved into November the 1st. I hope you set your clocks back because uh, according to uh, we're out of it's daylight saving time is over, which means that the uh, nights are nights are longer and days are shorter. So make sure you set your clock back. Uh, make sure you tell people about the podcast, Information Man Speaks podcast. And if you can, do me the biggest favor and uh, tell people about my YouTube channel. I've got a great YouTube channel called The Information Man Show. Check that out. Subscribe. I appreciate that. What I want to do, and I want to talk about this area here, pre-election day votes, voter uh, surpassed two-thirds of all of 2016 ballots. So, this is a bad sign for Trump. I'm going to say this right now. The voter turnout, I think in Texas, they just said this week that it looks like Texas, all the early voting in Texas has all been filled up to the max. They're saying that voter turnout already with just people going to the polls and voting early, people turning in uh, absentee ballots and what have you. They're saying it's much higher than it was during 2016 when Trump first ran for election. I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a good, I'm going to make an education, get an educated guess here that this spells trouble for Donald Trump. As I said before, when voter turnout is high, Republicans lose. When voter turnout is low, Republicans win. Anything that's super high does not vote well for the Democrat, for the Republican party. Let me say that almost said democratic party, Republican party, so I personally think that Donald Trump is in trouble when you when you hear that there's a lot of people. I think he's lost. Uh, he's losing a lot of the vote of the elders in Florida. Uh, he's definitely losing the votes of what we would call your suburban white women, the suburban white women in the suburbs who are not buying into his scare tactics of law and order the, that, oh, the low-income people are going to come move in your neighborhoods, which is just another dog whistle for black people are going to move into your neighborhood, and I got to protect you from these black people, the same black people that Donald Trump says he's done so much for. Okay? Now, let me go over this right here. With just three days until Election Day, pre-election voting has now surpassed two-thirds well i think now it's two days before we vote now because we're now in sunday okay two-thirds of the ballot cast during 2016 i'm gonna say it again pre-election voting has now surpassed two-thirds of all ballots cast during 2016 presidential election more than 91.6 million hang on there 91.6 million americans have voted so far as a majority of the states are reporting record early voting turnout in the 2020 election. While it is too soon to know how the records so far, the data so far that they have um, turns out will translate into election day, the mass early voting numbers suggest that a high level of enthusiastic voters this year, folks, despite the obstacles of the pandemic that we're dealing with with COVID-19, it is still causing people to come out and vote and get in line and wait for two and three hours and four hours, eight hours and such. These voters represent about 43% of registered voters nationwide, according to surveys of the election officials in all 50 states and Washington, D.C. by CNN 
is reported this and uh, 60, 16 states have already seen more than half of their registration, their registered voters, should I say, cast ballots ahead of November 3rd. The, nation, the nationwide, nation, nationwide, the more than 91.6 million ballots already cast represent about 67% of more than Woo, 136.5 million ballots casted in 2016 presidential election. Pre-election day voting is surging nationwide with many states seeing record numbers. As I said before, this is, I think, spells trouble for Donald Trump. That This tells me that voter turnout is high. That tells me that people are enthusiastic. That tells me that you got new voters out there who couldn't vote the last time around. That tells me that there were people who were not enthusiastic the first time around, who did not even probably vote, are now voting. This spells a lot of trouble for Donald Trump. I'm also hearing that uh, independents are sliding and favoring going over to Trump's side. So that is a uh, spell. I think it spells trouble for Donald Trump. I, I, I want to put, I want to go out on a limb here and say, I think the Donald Trump era is going to be coming to an end. However, it's just my personal opinion. There's going to be trouble folks, because I'm already hearing that you have cities like Washington, DC who are preparing to board up their businesses because there may be riots in the street. There may be trouble. If the if I'm gonna tell you right now, if the if Trump loses this election, I suspect that the Trump supporters, you're gonna see protest, you're gonna see some anarchy in the streets by Trump supporters who are going to say that this is a uh, that the election was stolen from Donald Trump that it was rigged. And the reason why they're going to say that is because Donald Trump himself has put that narrative out into the absence fear. Yet it is the Donald Trump administration, the Republican party that is doing everything it can in its power to suppress the vote. Yet Donald Trump is running around as well as his minions saying that the democratic party is going to try to cheat Donald Trump out of the election, but yet all I can see from all the reports that are out there is that it is the Republican Party that is up to no good. You haven't heard of the you haven't heard the Democratic Party supporters surrounding Trump's campaign bus threatening to take his life or threatening to harm his campaign operations in that way. But you did see that in Texas where they had to stop everything because you had Trump supporters who were surrounding a Joe Biden campaign bus. And then when word got back to Donald Trump about this, he says, I love Texas. Basically, he's, um, you know, he's in sympathy, he's incentivizing them and saying, yeah, keep this up, keep this up. And, um, it's a, it's a, it's a damn shame that you have, a uh, uh, an individual, who's uh, like this in the White House, 
doesn't surprise me. I mean, you've had a lot of different um, tyrants like Trump in in, in other countries. Um, Nixon was definitely a tyrant when he was president. That's why he resigned when he was about to be impeached big time during the Watergate scandal. And Donald Trump, for some reason, he's been able to been able to survive um, as long as he has because he has people that are loyal to him that are willing to lie for him. And I'm going to tell you right now, if Donald Trump does not get reelected, he's in a lot of trouble, meaning he will not have the immunity of being a president, which means all the lawsuits, all the troubles he's got waiting for him in New York are coming to get his ass. This is a man who's only paid 700 some dollars in taxes, claims his taxes are in audit. He's been saying that for damn near four years he's been in office. He owes debt, and we don't even know who he owes the debt to. If you owe a lot of debt, you could be compromised as a president because you want to get yourself out of that debt. You might cut deals that could hurt the country. That's my opinion about it. But once again, voter suppression, is, is, is a, it's real, it's alive, it's happening across this country they're doing everything to keep black folks and people just with disabilities and other folks and elderly people from being able to vote. Particularly, they're targeting elderly black people. They're not targeting white elders. They're targeting uh, black people um, from voting. They're trying to, trying to, they're still in the votes, okay? And so be aware that this is happening. Make people aware of it. That's why I'm doing this podcast so that we can make people aware of what's really going out there if you believe in a political system. I myself am very indifferent about the political system because I believe both political parties screw you in the end. One screws you with Vaseline, that's the, re, that's the Democratic Party, the Democrats, and one screws you without Vaseline, that's the Republican, the Republican clan that does that to you. And both political individuals play a lot of games with us. We vote for these individuals. We do not select presidents. They're selected for us. We simply vote for them. If they give us a platform that we agree with, it's, uh, politics is very manipulative. There is no permanent friends, no permanent enemies, only permanent interests in politics. And we have to understand that's how it works. That's the game that we're in. With that said, let me play an audio clip before I get to conclusion of this podcast tonight, this day, this evening, this morning, whenever you're listening to me. And for those of you that are listening to me live right now, I appreciate you coming over here, listening to me live, really do. Let me play this clip that talks more. It's about a five-minute clip that goes more into uh, voters. It talks a little bit more about voter suppression, what are they doing to try to stop, put a stop to this right now? Because voter suppression is alive and well. There was a time in this country when they would keep black people from voting by saying, hey, how many bubbles are in a bar of soap? How many jelly beans are in that jar? They would do all, they would do, and they would do poll tax where they would have you pay certain kind of money. That's the same thing that they're doing with uh, people that are coming out of prison that have, uh, that have uh, paid their bet to society and now the Republicans in Florida are saying, oh, well, they got to they gotta, they gotta pass this. They got to pass that. They got to pay this debt before we can allow them to vote. Even though the state of Florida said that felon, felons can vote once they, you know, their, their record is clean. And so they do everything. They're doing everything. They're suppressing the votes for, for, young, for young students, 
black kid, black students in college by making it harder for them to be able to vote with their college, you know, just everything. This is what they did back in 2000 when Obama came into office. They wanted to make it hard for college students to be able to vote who usually were able to vote on their college campuses. So these are a lot of the games that they played in the past. And these same things can creep back into what's happening right now, folks. So let me play this clip for you. And I hope um, that you will get something out of this clip. And uh, here is the breaking news of this clip. voting rolls and to make more demands of people trying to register to vote, including demanding specific kinds of ID. Historically, these efforts have tended to disproportionately affect less affluent voters and voters of color. That's why civil rights activists and lawyers have called these campaigns of voter suppression. We've called Kristen Clark to talk about this. She is the president and executive director of the Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights Under Law. That's a group that was founded at the request of then-President John F. Kennedy to marshal legal talent to challenge civil rights abuses and and she's here with us now to talk more about that work. Kristen Clark, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Well, when people think of voter suppression, they might think about what they remember from the 40s and 50s, like violence, people being threatened or even beaten if they try to vote. And I think most people would say or believe that that doesn't happen anymore. So would you tell us as briefly as you can what you call voter suppression in 2020? What does that look like? Yeah, well, Voter suppression is most certainly alive and well and has taken on a slightly different form. Today, we see suppression efforts in the form of purging of the rolls, moving polling sites to hostile locations, shutting down polling sites, making it harder for people to register to vote by imposing new 11th hour requirements. And often these efforts tend to impact and burden certain people more than others, Black voters, Latino voters, Native Americans, students, and others. Many people might not remember this, but in the 1980s, a consent decree blocked the Republican National Committee from posting armed, off-duty law enforcement at polling stations in minority neighborhoods. It also prevented them from sending targeted mailings to African Americans about penalties for violating voting laws, mailings which were not sent to predominantly white neighborhoods, it has to be said. That decree expired at the end of 2017 because the Democrats couldn't argue that this behavior had continued and that the Republicans had been in compliance. And so the judge said, allowed the order to expire. How much of a game changer is this? Do you think the expiration of the consent decree, is that relevant? It is. That consent decree proved to be an important deterrent towards officials who often try these scare tactics aimed at discouraging and deterring people from coming out and participating. But we know historically that using law enforcement and calling law enforcement out to the polls has been a, a scare tactic largely aimed at voters of color. Well, explain, let's talk about that a minute, though. Why are you persuaded by that? Because like, you could see where other people might argue that, given that there has been a lot of restiveness in the street. We've seen, you know, clashes between different groups and different communities over certain issues. I mean, what persuades you that this is actually meant to be intimidating as opposed to create a more orderly environment? I'll tell you a story from not too long ago, Macon Bibb County, Georgia, 
Officials there sought to move a polling site from a majority black school to the local sheriff's office. And black folks in that area spoke out immediately to say, look, this is not a place where people are going to be, you know, feel encouraged or, or feel that they can openly cast their ballot. Officials would not relent. And so we were able to go in and work with the community and got that site ultimately moved to a majority black church, but it's kind of an old and familiar tactic. But the the last thing that we want on election day is for voters to feel that they are under siege, uh, that they are being surveilled and watched. We want polling sites to be open, free and fair environments where people can cast their ballots and, and have their voice heard. Before we let you go, we're about seven weeks away from the election. How would you describe your priorities for these weeks going into the November election? We're fighting in states that continue to use the pandemic as a reason to make it harder for people to vote. We've got suits in states that uh, are saying that fear of the pandemic is not a reason to get access to an absentee ballot. We're fighting states that have premature deadlines by which voters have to return their absentee ballots. We're fighting states that are requiring voters in the middle of a pandemic to notarize uh, their absentee ballot in order for it to count. Between now and Election Day, we're working to tear down those barriers with close to 200,000 Americans now dead from the pandemic. We just believe that people should not be forced to choose between their health and exercising the right to vote at this moment. Kristen Clark is the president and executive director of the Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights Under Law. Kristen Clark, thanks so much for talking. You are listening to Information Man Podcast. Tell the truth. can be heard on nine major platforms, on the second YouTube channel as well, Information Man Speaks Podcast. You are listening to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, CastBox, SoundCloud, and finally, Spreaker. Okay, everybody, I'm back. This is the Information Man Speaks Podcast. I'm back, everybody. Um, So what you heard was a a pretty good breakdown of what they've been trying to do to uh, prevent some of the tricks, the trignology, the manipulation of the Republican uh, Party and what they're trying to do to impact black people. This is why I talk about a lot of issues on my podcast around black America, what's happening with black people, because we can't seem to do anything in this society. We can't barbecue while black. We can't drive while black. We can't go bird watching while black. We can't play in the park while black. We can't dance while black. We can't walk while black. We can't jog while black. And we can't even go out and cast our damn vote like anybody else while black without there being more tricks and BS bullshit i'm gonna say it bullshit where there's always someone trying to effing mess 
with our ability to cast our our ability to 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 have access to the polls like everyone else. Let me just say that that's the that would be what I'm saying. Trying to say we should have the same ability like anyone else to have the right to have the pursuit of happiness. Tell the truth. To be able to have uh, the freedom to vote as a citizen who pays taxes in this country, we should not. They should. We should not be targets to disenfranchise us from. You know, and many people say, "Well, you know, black people. It's very important that black people vote because our ancestors died to give us the right to vote." You know, we've heard that. We've heard that. And I'm going to say here this because I've been saying this on my YouTube channel, The Information Man Show. Check that out again. Um, you know, black people, I'm going to say this and say this again. Black people are some of the only people in this country we call America where we're always in a position where we have to vote for the lesser of the two evils. And it's really a damn shame that we're always in that position to vote for the lesser of two evils when being the spiritual people that we are, We know that any evil is bad, but yet when it comes down to the political game in America, we've got to, we got to pick our poison with which one of these evil entities will do less harm to black folk. It's a damn shame uh, that we have to, we have to look at it from that point of view, but we, but we do. And I always say that, why do we vote for any evil? That's just my sidebar on this, but because look at what they do. They try to try to, trying to suppress our vote which it does show you that there is a certain level of political power within that vote which they want and that political power is that they want to make sure that they maintain control of the, the the republicans now the democrats are power hungry too both these uh, political parties play games with us always i recognize that there are faults with the democratic party as well as the Republican Party have their faults, I'm going to say right now for the record that I do think that Donald Trump needs to be out of office. Uh, I do not like um, the way he conducts himself, his trailer trash mouth that he speaks with, uh, his sort of direct racism and subliminal, subliminal racism, his lack of being able to recognize that these militia groups are dangerous according to his own damn FBI they are the danger to society. So I, I have a lot, a lot of those problems with, uh, there's so many things about him that says to me, well, at the end of the day, I'm not the biggest fan of Joe Biden either. But at the end of the day, do I feel I want Trump still in office? No. And another problem with the political game in this country is that it divides us. I said this on my last podcast. We are divided by blue and red states. We don't take the best of the Democrat party and the Republican party and put it together. We simply give people an ultimatum and say, look, what side you're going to be on. You're going to be on the blue side, Democrats or the red side, Republicans. The, it it kind of splits the country down the middle. It causes division within the, within the country. It causes that symbolism, that pagan symbolism of balfamy. The peg, which is a pagan symbol of a half man, half goat, which is a which, which is a, a a symbol of politics, which is to create confusion. Another thing you need to look this up too, folks, before I get out of here for this podcast, the word government, the word government, if you break it down and do some etymology on it, it is the it 
in itself means to control, to control you. So keep that in mind as you cast your vote. For those of you who do believe in voting, that do believe in a political system, um, think about all those things that you cast your vote. That there's a lot at there's a, there's a lot at stake based on whose political views you're going to put in that office. For black people, it doesn't matter. For us, it's always no matter who's been in that office. Black people have had to deal with a certain level of pain and disenfranchisement in this country. No matter who's been in that office, whether it be a Democrat or Republican, you got to recognize that too. And as much as people didn't like the fact that Ice Cube came out with his contract with black America and they didn't like the fact that Donald Trump put some of that in his platinum plan and that he did at Jewelers Mutual we're a little obsessed with jewelry obsessed like auctioneers with talking fast 50 we're gonna fit pop stars with auto-tune and dentists with asking questions so, how did he propose after they put their hands in your mouth great yes we've made jewelry our obsession for over 100 years we love it so much we named our kids ruby amber and opal at Jewelers Mutual, we insure jewelry and only jewelry, which is why people who are also obsessed with jewelry trust us with theirs. This is the thing. Ice Cube was correct. Both political parties have to be held accountable. Somebody come Tuesday or come the rest or come this week is going to be declared president of these United States, whether whether it be Biden or Trump again. We still, as black people, can't go home with our heads down. We have to have a black agenda, and we have to force, just as, just as our ancestors forced LB to sign that 1965 Voters Right Act when he really didn't want to, we have to put the same pressure on either one of these candidates. We have to make them do it, not beg them to do it, not ask them to do it. You make them do it. With that said, this is the Information Man Speaks podcast. Thank you for listening. Have a great night. Remember, information is power. Information is power. I've been feeling emotional. Thinking about you, thinking about you, babe. What can we focus on? What we should do? Tell me the truth. Cause I don't wanna see you with somebody else. Tell and I've been feeling lonely in this king size bed. I'm trying not to worry about the things you say. I ain't got the time, you're always on my mind. Baby, why you
Introducing TD Ameritrade's newest trading platform, Thinkorswim Web. It has all the essential tools and trade strategies in a streamlined interface. No download necessary. Thinkorswim Web. Trading streamlined. Visit tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswimweb to get started. Ashley Home Store's private sale is now extended. Hurry in and find exclusive savings throughout the store. It's your last chance to get up to 50% off. Plus, buy today and pay 0% interest for 12 months with no minimum purchase on the styles and looks that'll make your house a home. Whether you're updating one room or your entire home, find styles that fit your look and budget. Hurry, the private sale is ending soon. Shop and save today, only at America's number one furniture and mattress store, Ashley Home Store. This is home.